0: Hello, welcome to the Metapod of Pokemon TCG podcast there once again, across the sun and the moon, Sean, the Earth <laughs> rotating in an entire circle. and we still here revolve around the evolving meta How that are you doing was today? that
1: was so you expanded the definition of revolve. You made it about the universe and the solar
0: system there. It's well, see, I was, I was going to do the same thing as usual. And then all of a sudden, I remember that we just had the new year. <laughs> yeah, that's good. I like and it's this. 2021. And this is the first episode of 2021. It so is I was like, you know what? We going.
1: We made it all the way out of 2020 into 2021 with this podcast intact. And I think that is an accomplishment.
0: Yeah yeah sean doesn't hate me yet that's good <laughs> this is an accomplishment oh god
1: no i wouldn't i would never uh, but but yeah i'm excited i'm excited to be back in a new year the break was very nice um even though our podcast didn't actually take a break because jake jake is a very committed co-caster unlike unlike me who missed a whole week <laughs> once jake has not missed a, po- a podcast yet and and he's even out out of his home
0: right now. Yeah, I refuse. I refuse to miss it. (laughs) I look forward to it every single week. You know what else I look forward to, Sean?
1: What, what is that, Jake?
0: Your cute voice reading our five-star reviews.
1: Well, I mean, unless we get more five-star reviews, uh, hint, hint for everybody out there, uh, then you will not hear either of our voices reading five-star reviews, uh, anytime soon. But, uh this, this basically this is the last of the five star reviews that exists on Apple. So uh if you want yours to be read next week g- get on in there and write a review and uh let's give them a prompt now. What what
0: prompt should we give them for next week? The prompt should be are you excited for all the expanded events in the upcoming week? We've talked uh, the last couple weeks whether it was in reviews from like TK or um, just me wanting to get out of the standard format. Um, There are, I think three or four events this week in expanded. So are you ready for expanded? That's, that's the prompt that I'm going to push forward.
1: Do you have all your a specs in line um, (laughs) and tropical beaches?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, Man, just play the... If you just want to avoid Tropical Beach, just play the... Uh, just play that... Um, Snorlax, right? Raichu... Well, I mean, there's a lot of decks that you can do without Tropical Beach. Tropical Beach is mainly just like a control card. But the uh, the Raichu Porygon Z deck that came up like a month or two ago... Raichu or Raichu? Um, Raichu. Oh, I, I know it's, nothing it's about Raichu. It's basically a... It's basically a shock lock without the oh. beaches. It's a budget shock lock, and it's pr- it was pretty cool. It's it's very complex, and it's pr- it's probably a lot harder to pilot. Does it play Vileplume? Yes, you can play Vile. Not in that deck, I don't think specifically. Because
1: oh, okay. I was like, how do you get the? Because I guess the lock for paralysis, but then like, what's the item? Is there like an item? I don't know. I know nothing about expanded, but next week we are going to cover more expanded, so I have to do my homework.
0: <laughs> yes Sean also has to do his homework for the Digimon tourney coming up tonight oh whoa, whoa
1: oh well it's 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 a very casual affair but I'll read the review now let's get into Pokemon world the review yes. from Rays Republic podcast goats and this is like the all capital goat not not actual animal goats it's nice to
0: hear Wait, about <laughs> so you're not a Baba black sheep no I'm Have not I'm world? not
1: a little goat I could start screaming like a goat but I don't think our (laughs) listeners would want to, I don't want to subject our listeners to my interpretation of a goat scream, (laughs) but uh, look it up on YouTube if you don't know what I'm talking about, but it's nice to hear about the Pokemon TCG from two dudes that truly seem to care about the game. Sean and Jake are awesome. And I look forward to hearing this podcast every Tuesday. Well, we're coming out
0: again on Tuesday.
1: Just keep it going. So you will get to hear it again. Raise Republic. Thank you for that. Really nice review.
0: Just circle, just circle Tuesday in your calendar. Put a little, put a little notice in your calendar, an alert on your phone. Hey, listen to the podcast.
1: Yeah, just every single. Tuesday. Tell Google to remind you in the morning, or or Alexa, whichever one you, whichever of our technological overlords you prefer.
0: <laughs> yeah, and let Sean know if he let off your Alexa slash Google. Oh God, yeah. Oh no.
1: Oh no. Oh, hold on. Uh, let's just do this now. Uh, hey Google, subscribe to Metapod, a Pokemon TCG podcast. And now Alexa, subscribe to Pokemon. A Pokemon. Uh, dang it, a Metapod. A Bo- Ah, I screwed it up. Uh, no. Uh, okay, never mind. Pull
0: out. Pull out. Okay. What's what's what? what quickly save me with your transition, Jake. <laughs> There's a lot of new things that have been happening and announced within the last 24 hours, honestly, and even 48 hours, including something that I saw the other day, Sean. We already know about these cards, Single Strike Urshifu and Rapid Strike Urshifu VMAXs. We talked about those in the when Battle Styles was announced a couple weeks ago. Yeah, but some alternate arts were just announced and shown in. Honestly, uh, rapid strike Urshifu alternate art looks really good. Single strike looks kind of the exact same. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I was looking at it, and I was
1: like, when I saw the single strike one, I literally thought to myself, "I was like, wait, how is that different? I'm confused here." Uh, but the well,
0: rapid strike is so good.
1: Yeah, rapid strike is genuine because I think the problem is single strike. It just looks like. A pose where he's turned his body, and it, that's that's all. It's the only difference, and the background is a little different too. I'll grant it that, but
0: it's ter- almost the same pose. Yeah, same angle, almost just a little bit more intense, I guess.
1: So I would say you know that the Pokemon Company then already knows which which one of these is going to be better and more playable because the one that they spent more time and energy on the alternate art. Which would be rabbit strike. I mean,
0: strike. you look at the, the rapid strike. I mean, there's a little clavipus in there. There's a bunch of cramorants, you know. It's cute. There's a cramorant with the aracuda in his mouth, which I love.
1: Now, the one thing I will
0: say that's interesting stellar.
1: about the alternate arts, maybe it's just the um, renderings that we got of each of these, but the regular arts have black borders on the VMAXs, right? And the alternate arts Mm -hmm. have like the almost like the shiny Pokemon silver borders, like that we get for, um, for like rainbow rares almost too. Do you know what I mean? Do you see that?
0: Yeah. 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 I do see that. I feel like it could be like, I feel like it actually, wait, like does a regular, it might be a rendering. That's almost like also, um, it could, I think it might be like a little bit of both, but honestly, like, Looking at, you know, the uh the the Shiny Charizard V, mm-hmm. looking at that card, Sean, doesn't that have like that type of texture? Yeah. Where it it's does. like the entire way. Yeah. So maybe, I mean, because Pokey Beach says this. I'm getting the information off of Pokebeach.com. They could be treated like the full art cards in the tag team sets of the Sun and Moon series. We haven't had an alternate art of a Vmax, it's either been the regular art or the rainbow rare, right? Yeah.
1: Um and it says on here on the rarity symbol it says HR and it's 84 out of 70, which is like technically above the set number and 84 so out a of Secret
0: f- Rare type thing.
1: Yeah, at least in the Japanese, it will come out as that sort of who knows what HR means, but like some sort of secret rare style. But in the U.S., we could get it like we did with Eternatus VMAX, right? I think people are forgetting that Eternatus VMAX um, is the one that came in the box set is actually a VMAX alternate art, um, and I, I think because the arts are so close to each other, like so similar, kind of like the rapid, the single strikes here, uh, people forget we actually already have an alternate art VMAX card. Uh, but mm-hmm. I wonder, so I wonder if this will just be in another box set um that comes out
0: alongside these hr means hyper rare by the way oh
1: so yeah i guess in the japanese set it is considered like a rainbow rare to pull this
0: yeah i and i think again like pokebeach is saying it's gonna be like the alternate arts you know it's gonna be like pulling the full art choo-choo and unified minds yeah
1: so I think, uh, but I'm excited about these, uh, especially like you said, the rapid strike is just gorgeous. If you haven't seen it, definitely check out Pokey beach, uh, and take a look at it. It's just, if you're not playing with a quad with with four of these or three of these rapid strike alternate arts, then, uh, then, then, you know, you're just going to be the poor kid in school who doesn't have the fancy one.
0: (laughs) One thing that I think is going to be played is a new Zubat line to be announced Zubat Golbat and Crobat. Now Sean, the theme of this. You put your Zubat down on the bench, it's 50 HP dark Pokemon. This is, is whatever. All right, don't worry about it. its attacks, one retreat cost, but you can evolve this sucker into a Golbat. Now Sean, if you do not know in expanded and in past formats, there were Zubat, Golbat and Crobats that put damage counters when you evolve them do you know what i'm talking about sean
1: i don't but i uh i'm what? on board i mean it sounds kind of like what they did with the Opsagoon, right you throw the obstacle you evolve it and Pretty when you much, get into yes. the yeah the zigzagoon when you get into the obstacle you have three damage counters
0: mm-hmm. but when you evolve Golbat, it has the ability stealthy draw once during your turn when you play this card from your hand to evolve a pokemon you may draw two cards So a little bit of of draw power when you evolve that. And then Crobat, 130 HP, stage 2 Pokemon, hefty draw. Once during your turn, when you play this card from your hand to evolve, you may draw three cards. Sean, Mm -hmm. do you think, with these Pokemon and these abilities, do you think that this will be just a new way to play Eternatus so like you have you have the kind of regular turbo package that we have right now you have the uh the plant package that we have right now you have the poison package Mm -hmm. is this just going to be a new way playing these Crobats you know you take out the take out the uh the poison package replace those with Crobat Zubats more draw because why not I think
1: you're right I was actually thinking about this and I was like what does this really make sense in? And I actually only, I think it only makes sense in right now, at least in Eternatus because, I think think it's actually a good replacement for Crobat V almost. Um, Because like, or if you're going to play Crobat V, maybe you play Crobat V and the V max. But I mean, at a certain point you just have so many evolutions that your deck becomes not very um, sustainable, you know, not very uh, reliable, but, I think you could look at this and say, maybe I can take out my Crobat V lines, which, to be honest, Crobat V is a liability on your bench, uh, both with ADP, but even in a non-ADP match, right? Crobat V is just a two-prize that's a bench sitter right now. And if you can get as much draw, potentially, um, or get enough draw, I should say, That with this type of combo, then that might make you play like, oh, it can play Eternity's VMAX with all single prizes on my bench. And then, like, your opponent using their boss's order feels real bad.
0: I feel like personally, I don't, I definitely think you can take out like a Crobat or two Mm -hmm. for these, but I don't think you can, I don't think you can just sit here and say that. I mean, obviously, we'll see more cards and we'll see, um, other things come up to where like, we'll see more archetypes and like battles sh- in battle styles. Um, But I just don't, I like this. I think it's cool. I think it's good. Drawing cards is always fun, but think about you can only draw two cards in a turn off of gold bats. Remember that these say once during your turn. So like when you, you can't just it. do, you can't do crowbat twice, right?
1: Well, you could, like, you can't, you could, I think You it says once per turn, you may draw three cards like when you evolve this Pokemon. So if you had, you know, mm. two Zubats going into two Golbats, then that's four cards that you could draw.
0: Um, but I, okay, I think, so, but I think my, my brain still feels like, you know, drawing like a five or six card handoff Crobat V mm-hmm. feels really good. Feels yeah. really, really good. So I don't know, I don't know if you can like take away that because like you could evolve the Golbat, but you just draw two cards. Or you evolve the Crobat, you just draw three cards. Where in comparison to where if you just had the Crobat V, you know, not only are you doing an extra 30 damage with your Eternatus, but you are also having the potential to draw more cards. This gives you like the flexibility of like, okay, I want to I I have a card of five. I have a five hand or uh, I, 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 I have a five card hand. So I would rather Crobat here to draw three cards in comparison to laying down my Crobat V being that bench. Um, liability. Mm-hmm. And only drawing like two cards out of it or one card or whatever, you know, so um I don't think it would be like I don't think it would be like put a four 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 line or no, like a no. four four with four rare candies. But definitely like you you might be able to go down to like two at the you like at the lowest of Crobat V and put in a Zubat, Golbat or Crobat line or even like a Zubat, Crobat rare candy type thing. Um depending on like what else comes out. Maybe we get like a battle styles rare candy, you know. Yeah, get a rapid strike item.
1: Is it a rapid strike card?
0: Does it say rapid strike on it? No, it it doesn't have a um, rapid strike or single strike type thing on it. But I mean, but like, who knows? Maybe a future rare candy reprint. Because rare candy's like always in the format.
1: Yeah, I I think you would want to play this without rare candy, in my opinion, because you know you could in total get five cards draw out of three cards in deck, which is good.
0: Oh yeah, plus um, you're probably playing a scoop up net.
1: Yes, exactly. So, if you had a two, that
0: scoop up net to help you out.
1: Yeah, if you had a 222 two, two line, then, you know, you could have four scoop up nets in deck and then, you know, a big part of your draw engine is just, you know, Crobat, uh, you know, Zubat into Golbat and then next turn into Crobat, scoop it all up, put Zubat back down and you have the other two cards in hand. Um, I mean, that's pretty Again, I think that it's going to take a lot for somebody to build a deck that's as consistent with this combo. And outside of Eternatus, I still think Chinchino is better Um, because you can use multiple... You evolve it once. You can combo it with discard synergy, which is something this doesn't offer. And yeah, it limits your draw a little bit, but like it's only a stage one as opposed to going all the way up to a stage two. And ugh.
0: It's so we we still know how drawing two cards is like you just mentioned, Cincino. You know, like drawing two cards is still good.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. So the next the next uh, uh, product there was a lot of products announced today. The next product that was announced are the uh, Venusaur and Blastoise V Max boxes.
0: Um, so Sean, these are two boxes. That come with either Venusaur VMAX or Blastoise VMAX as both a promo card and jumbo card. But the funny thing is, mm-hmm. we haven't really seen this in boxes, seen this in something like an ETB. You get 65 card sleeves featuring either the Blastoise or Venusaur VMAX on it. Still mm-hmm. get four packs out of it, which this could just be placement packs you know could could very well change but darkness ablaze sword and shield and then two battle styles which pretty good box i feel like personally
1: yeah Yeah, i mean it's interesting i don't know if i don't yeah i just don't know where the card sleeves came from because like we all know like let's be frank here the the design of these card sleeves if they are what is represented in the Like, they're really cool designs. I actually quite like the designs. But we all know Pokemon's card sleeves are trash. So (laughs) so I'm like, you know, if you want to collect them as, like, a collector of Pokemon sleeves, like, that's cool. But I do wonder, like, would this box, like, you know, if they only do the four-pack set, which is, like, you know, if you think about Champion's Path or or others, um, they do, like, one promo and then four packs and they charge 20 bucks. Throwing in the sleeves means that you can more reasonably charge an extra five dollars at retail and maybe that was a price point that they're like how do we hit that without having to throw in more packs and so maybe that's how they land on the sleeves
0: well you think about it also so like how many times can you go to a store sean and see a v max meow box (laughs) i mean there was a lot for a while there Like there's all these collection boxes. This is my thinking. Like there's all these collection boxes that like people just don't want anymore. And they are usually ones that have like four packs in them. So you throw this in there, you throw this, it's got the sleeves in it too, right? It gives you another something of value, Mm -hmm. right? And these are V maxes too. These aren't just like Vs. These aren't, this is not a double V or Whatever that's different because that's champions path. People goo goo gaga for that stuff. But anyways, the point stands of now this gives you a little bit of value because you know what? A majority of people are just gonna want these for like binders, right? Like they're not gonna people don't people don't care about the quality in terms of shuffling or you know longevity, that type of thing. They just care about like, is it gonna be nice to put the card in the sleeve and then put it in the uh put it in the binder? You know, so I like this box for five extra bucks. I don't I mean, we're not getting any sun and moon packs in this in this image. That's another huge thing.
1: I will say one extra little bonus that I hope they do is the the uh, code card that comes with it. I'm assuming you'll get the sleeves in PTCGO as well. And those will be cool Mm -hmm. sleeves to rock in PTCGO. So oh yeah, if they do that, that's like that is a nice little bonus for um, these promo boxes.
0: It's like also like the pack selection. So like sword and shield base, like there's so many good cards in sword and shield base, right? Whether that's like quick ball or really any of the standard like item cards, you know, you got professor's research, you got Marnie in there, you got, um, Zashi and V very good card, Sean. I don't know if you've ever heard of the card, <laughs> Sashi and V, but that is in that pack. You get Darkness of Blaze, which has the boss's orders, which has no, the scoop no. up
1: net. Right? No, Darkness of Blaze no, has the Charizard. Flash, yeah, that's the Charizard. Darkness
0: of Blaze has the Charizard. Has the Eternatus. Has like a bunch like Crobat V. Like yeah. these these pack selections have a lot of like playability within them, and so I'm really happy about that. There's no like Steam Siege. There's no <laughs> Bates Collide. There's no Crimson Invasion. You know this is this is a post rotation box it as of right nice. now, these yeah. packs could change, yeah, I mean we'll we'll see if they
1: sneak some steam seeds in there, but I feel like when they show us these images, usually the
0: the mock up is pretty accurate, you know, yeah, they're um, usually pretty they're usually pretty close. Uh, you know what else is pretty close, Sean,
1: what is that? <laughs>
0: March 19th, the release of Single Strike and Rapid Strike Urshifu V box coming out in March. Now, these are not VMAXs, but these are promo versions of Single Strike Urshifu V and Rapid Strike Urshifu V. comes with a jumbo card and two promo cards in each box. You may be thinking, wait a minute. Is this a dual V-Box with both of the the Vs that I had mentioned, Rapid and Single Strike? No, it's actually better, in my opinion. I think this is kind of better. It comes with not only the Single or Rapid Strike Urshifu, but it comes with the Single or Rapid Strike Special Energy that we talked about a couple weeks ago when we were looking at the Battle Styles list, the Rapid Strike Energy and the Single Strike Energy. And... I'm, I think that's pretty nice, Sean. I'm not going to lie.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at these boxes right now, and I'm trying to see what versions of the Urshifu you get. And You
0: get promo versions. You get the bad ones. Uh, As in, like, the art?
1: No, the actual... Car- so, uh, from a collector standpoint, I don't actually think these are very collectible. I don't know if Urshifu is really that kind of a draw. So... Kids might buy it and enjoy it. That's fine, but from a player standpoint, the Urshifu V's in here. I you know I know at least there was one that you can pull from the set. I think it's the the single strike one that allows you to attach two energy or whatever from your deck or something to it um, as its first oh, attack. Oh yeah, and that one is not the one that's included here of whatever version that is. I can't remember, but and so my guess is that this is actually and then the Urshifu V here. Its first attack's its first attack is two energy, which like how often are you going to be using the V and putting two energy on it before you attack, right? So, mm-hmm. I, you know, off the top, I mean, I I know we like to be excited about things, but unless you just really need Urshifu, I actually don't think these boxes are very good. I think they gave us the dud versions of the of the Urshifus in the box, which like i'm not sure about that decision i'm just not sure about that decision to give us the duds but um anyway. i'm
0: not gonna lie i didn't even notice that
1: <laughs> yeah i mean look i think that's a that's an interesting thing to keep in mind though right like they had this last year with all the like cinderace and Teleon and um oh grookey or uh, not grookey uh <laughs>
0: yeah
1: <laughs> whatever whatever the the, the monkey uh they they had the same thing where they had like the promo versions, uh, and the same thing with Toxicity, right? And I can't remember, mm-hmm. but I feel like they may have either done the opposite or made the same mistake. But I, I just I genuinely can't remember. But they had the same thing where there was a version that came in the boxes that you can buy, uh, that you can pull from a pack, and then there was a different version that came in the promos, and one of them was just so clearly better than the others that I think you could find the promo version on shelves for months and months until basically all product dried up on the shelf. It was just always available. And I, I think they might have the same problem here because the special energies are going to not really be that special because they're just an uncommon. So it's like, cool, you give me one uncommon energy and the promo version, that's really not that good, probably. okay.
0: It's going to, in my opinion, this is going to make the energies insanely dirt cheap
1: (laughs) well yeah i mean yeah i i think they'll be to be honest i think the energies will be pretty cheap anyways because they're so
0: specific it's so niche
1: yeah yeah um and i think you know you'll probably pull cards and you'll end up after a box or two with like already four or five extra that you don't you literally can't even use because there's not
0: enough decks to build with rapid strike pokemon that you'll be like ugh. so you mean I can't use my Rapid Strike <laughs> au- au- or Octillery deck?
1: Uh, you can. You can. I guess if you really want to. Yeah, you could run Empoleon Octillery or some shit.
0: Yeah, you could do that. <laughs> no, no, no. Just Octillery. Just only Octillery. Okay, got it. Just Octillery. <laughs> this comes with four booster packs, PTCGO card, releasing March 19th, $20 each. Still coming with those four packs. Yeah. But you know what else comes with Pokemon, Sean?
1: <laughs> I love this trait. What? What comes with Pokemon?
0: A meta because it's a competitive card game. We've had uh some <laughs> we've had some events happening already through the new year, a couple of them standard. There's a couple also uh special events that we got going on. But let's just talk about standard real quick cuz that's the you know that's it's the, that's the standard it, that that's everyone the standard. does. Yeah, that is the standard, but <laughs> we're going off the road here with Excadrill, Sea King, Cinderace, Mad Party. You guessed it, rogue deck time. Sean, there's been some rogue decks that have been coming up through these standard events. Have you tried any of them?
1: I have not actually tried. I mean, I've played Mad Party in the past and I Actually, I made a video for Seeking when it came out originally because it did well in Japan. But other than that, I have not necessarily tried any of these other decks. Um, But but I do know that uh, some of these did particularly well.
0: They did. Some of them did do pretty well. I know that the Excadrill ended up winning. Which one was that? That was the GG Tour qualifier chill series number 14 we're also mad party placing eighth cinderace placing uh lines lines no wait, i'm sorry mad party placed ninth cinderace placed 10th so kind of in that top 10 there we already have three rogue decks now the rest was eternitas adp and peak a rom but and, uh, there was a lot that was the same right
1: Yes. <laughs> but we got some new-new. I think, um, yeah, I, I I think somebody finally realized, hey, wait a minute. Picaram is really good, and Eternatus is really good, and those are both weak to fighting. Maybe we should start bringing more fighting decks. And I'm just like, you know, if Colossal's just not good, which, whatever, maybe it's not, but if Colossal's just not good, find another fighting deck and just go for it, because... I'm looking at Bruno right here. I'm looking at their uh, matchups and they only hit two ADPZs in the day. Uh, they managed to beat one and they ID'd, I want to say the last round. So they got, they dodged a lot of ADPZs, but I think hitting two, hitting two ADPZs um, is probably about standard, given the percentage of ADPZs in the tournament. Um so in, in a lot of ways, I actually think, like, you know, Excadrill, some of these other fighting decks that might be one prizers, if you can get a little bit lucky against ADPZ and dodge just enough of them, then, yeah, you might be able to just take home the tournament because everyone else you're going to play against, or a lot of the people, at least, are going to be weak to you.
0: Well, here's the thing, Sean. Here's going to be the Onani moment mm-hmm. that you come up. Zashi and ADP was the fifth most played deck in this chill series, number fourteen, the fifth. Mm.
1: Now, I will you say, Nani on me. I didn't only. I, I will say I didn't nani only because, um, while we talked, uh, we briefly mentioned last week. I did. I should say, the ban that Limitless is putting out there on ADP for their events, and I think coming out of that, I think there was just in the community at large, like a okay, well. Let's have you know a bunch of the people that maybe would have played ADPZ. We're like, you know what? We're gonna try something different and try to respect the fact that one of the big events is not gonna allow it. And in spirit, we're just gonna have fewer ADP. So I do think that actually had an impact because it was right on the heels of that.
0: I know um, Maddie was um, had like a really good point about not banning ADP for. Um, their chill series and that's because especially with the battle arena decks adpz might be the only deck that a lot of people could actually play so it was it was discouraged like if you can't play or if you can play something else please don't play adp but it wasn't like banned or anything and i think that's a huge reason why it was um only eight and a half percent of the meta is just because I think a lot of people went differently. But because of that, Pika had a 14.3% share and then Eternatus with a 13.5. So aside from that, not a lot changed, but 10 Dragapult players, Sean. Ten of them.
1: And you know, like I I think that's a little brave in a meta with so much Eternatus, but I think Dragapult is also Seen a little resurgence, uh, but I don't think it's seen success. Unfortunately, I don't you know what I mean? It's not like
0: it hasn't popped off, but it definitely has the potential to like win you some games, especially with a high amount of ADP and Rom. Right. Um, Being able to take a couple hits from them and really just get rid of all of these energies that they need to be able to do really anything in the game um Mm -hmm. and there's a little bit of variety you know you could go with the straight dragapult deck with just you know some zigzagoons instead um the four four line or you could go something like the lichen rock way where you have a like a a four three of dragapult and then a two two rock rough lichen rock type deal to get even more energy denial on the field which i think is i don't know if i'd say it's better, but I think it's nice because that gives you, like, it, it makes your ram and a turn assist player scared, especially when 28% of the meta is just those two decks alone, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah. And, you know, I for me, though, in terms of, like, the rogue, the um Excadrill, just to really quickly circle back on that, the interesting bit that it played that I think was not in old X Excadule decks, X was the Altaria line.
0: Uh, mm-hmm.
1: And this is the Altaria that has the ability that stops all damage to it from V and GX Pokemon.
0: Champion's Path,
1: yeah. Yes. Um, so
0: I think something that's very interesting about that is that a while ago, this was like a month and a half, two months ago, Isaiah Bradner was joking, well, I don't know if he was joking, but he was talking around about how people, instead of playing a 4-4 or not a 4-4, four, four, but four crushing hammers. Just play a 2-2 two, two Altaria instead.
1: I mean, that's not the worst idea in the world. Obviously, it worked out, right? For, for Bruno. Yeah, so. it's, it's worked
0: <laughs> out. I w- play it in your Roms.
1: <laughs> yeah, that would be Altaria and Rom, Gross. Gross.
0: Do it, Sean.
1: Next standard uh,
0: event. Enter, enter with a 2-2 two, two, uh, Altaria in your Rom. <laughs> Do what happens. You'll be the next uh you'll be the next sensation mm-hmm. in the Pokemon trading. I'll card be here.
1: I'll be like the weirdo who accidentally played a power plant in a Pika deck before it was cool <laughs> to play power plant. This was back when Zero Aura Picaram and uh Tapu Koko Picarom was a thing. I accidentally swapped my stadium with my opponent. Uh and it was a power plant. And then halfway through one of my matches later on, I was like, Why is a power plant in my deck? This is terrible. And I'm like and then I was like, wait a minute, this is actually maybe good. And then three weeks later at Worlds, people were playing Power Plant with their ROMs.
0: Little story. It's there. definitely a <laughs> little, little, little story from Sean. Check back at 8 p.m. for more <laughs> updates and more stories. Uh, but there's a lot of like, I don't know. I just feel like the standard format specifically is like. Oh, I hate it. I mean, like I I highly encourage these like rogue decks and things like that. Like if you can get away from the uh, get away from the ADP, take a breather, have some fun. Now, when there's money on the line and things like that, go in, go in, get you that money. But uh, yeah, but try I, out new things. Don't be afraid to do that.
1: I'm like looking at this uh, Cinderace list as well. Um, it's got four Welder and a couple of Mallow and Lana's and. It's honestly, like, I look at the list, and I'm like, there's not anything too weird about it. Like, it doesn't seem particularly different. Um, (laughs) But it does have the attack. For any of you who are not familiar with the Cinderace VMAX, counter, which does 30 plus whatever damage was done to you on the previous turn. And the wording of that is the key, right? Which is whatever damage was done to you, not how many damage counters that are on it. So there's like a lot of strategies where you can Mallow and Lana and depending on how many energy you got on there, even like Hyper Potion or whatever, but you can play some interesting things where you heal your Cinderace VMAX a bit and then deal out whatever the damage you receive plus 30, which is pretty, pretty big. Um, and I even think there might be a world in which Leon, and it's not in this deck and maybe it's just bad, but in terms of the math, if you think about it, you're up against Eternatus, for instance, right? And they hit you for 270, but you're fine. You got 320 HP. Um, they hit you for 270, so you're going to dish out 300 back, right? If you are like, I don't need to heal, I'm just going to play a Leon here. So now you're doing 330 damage back to them, and there are Galarian Zigzagoons in the deck. And that way you could actually one-shot an Eternatus right back for two energy
0: thinking more of it against the Luke metal matchup. Yeah. So with the Luke Metal, you know, they come in hot with the Zashi and they do 230. Okay. If they have the the this is worst case scenario. Mm-hmm. They have that uh metal energy, the coating energy, I think yes, it's called what is it? Is it? Is. I don't yeah, even coding, know
1: it's coating metal. You got it right.
0: Coating metal energy. They have the metal goggles on. They have done the full metal wall. All right. You need 290. Right? Yeah. Or 260. 260 or 290? Uh, well, 290. I think
1: it's you technically two, 2 is it 220, Aussiean? I don't know. Something like that. But you need oh a lot. God. You need a lot.
0: You need a lot. So you could get your Leon's out and you can and you get the extra 30 from the counter, right? So there's yeah. there's one thing past the full metal wall and then the Leon whether you do that through like Eldegoss um, Leon, or you just naturally have it in your hand? there you go. You can go ahead and just knock out and take the reply on a uh on a zashian V, which yeah. kind of i mean it's difficult to do, and then you could reach that early game as well, maybe against like a Luke metal i don't know
1: yeah i i this is where like there's probably a reason there's always a reason why certain cards just don't see success very often mm-hmm. and this cinderace is certainly a card where like i'm not sure what happened to it i'm not sure who heard it <laughs> you know what i mean like why it was just not good enough for a long time but at least not paper, really
0: any of the starter vmexes have been great right <laughs> no no intelion has had some success too but Intellion. It's just been gatekept by Picaram. Exactly.
1: Yeah. I mean, giving it a lightning weakness in a format that has Pikaram is just unfortunate.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's the start of the start of the rotation of the start of the new set where everyone thinks Picaram is dead. And Teleon comes up and Tellian does it all right. And it does well. But it's just those moments before people start figuring out that Pikaram is just that good. Yeah. It's that good of a card.
1: And then, in terms of the other, you know, decks, there was that Mad Party deck, which, you know, I is there anything... I'm looking at this Mad Party deck. There's nothing special about it, to be honest. It's just Mad Party. I, mm-hmm. I'm i not sure, you know, there's like a Giovanni's Exile in there to get rid of your Dedenes on the bench. But
0: outside of yeah, that... Yeah, I think that. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely not anything crazy. There's a Memory Capsule. That is starting to be played where if it's attached, you can do stuff from the previous evolutions, which is really only for the uh two diggers bee that you've got in there. I think the diggers bee is more for like an Eternatus type deal or like a probat that you can come up and hit. But uh you can also use Benelby from it as well to be able to hit those mad parties. I don't know, maybe you just need a thicker pokemon. It's got 130 HP. Uh I, <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm I'm looking at this and I'm just like I don't know. I'm looking at their matchups and they they managed to win uh two to beat, you know, well actually, they only played 180p, so that's that helped. And then all of the rest of their matchups, there was only two Vmax is one cinderace v-max and then one centiskorch and- oh you
0: know what i'm looking at the pokey mob oh okay. i i move tabs without thinking about it this makes way more sense <laughs> so, i'm not 100 percent sure what the uh what the diggersby is still for but <laughs> it, it makes sense as to why you're i was looking at the matchups that you we're talking about it and I was like, I don't see any ADP. Like, what are you I think about? Sean? wait, wait a minute. That's illegal. <laughs> Hold on. Uh John, do you wanna do you wanna wait a minute? Now this is a different mad party. What? Where, where am I? What's I went, Sean?
1: the mad party list that I was talking about? It's basically a mad party list. There's nothing really that special about it. Um, I think that uh, the mad party but do you
0: want to talk about something special though? Sure. Sean, the special Pokemon ADP banned tournament. ADP did get banned in some events. Some events did opt to do it, and Pokemon was mm-hmm. one of them. Had a nice old time in it. 13 Eternatus were played, which was 12.15% of the meta. Zashun, Luke Metal, Picaron, Blacephalon, basically all, it's like a same top five almost. Except ADP is not there. Yeah. You just have all the ADP players play Mad Party. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's just like, oh, happened. whoa, Mad Party. <laughs> but uh, Luke Metal did end up winning that event, which honestly doesn't surprise me too much, to be honest. Actually, really doesn't surprise me at all because Luke Metal is already like a decent deck. But then you take out Zacian ADP, your Zacian, or where to where like the Zacians had a much easier time one-shotting you than like other decks because maybe they just have like a tool scrapper, maybe can't find your tool cards. And the Zacian doing 30 extra damage just kind of knocks out your dudes. But now, now you don't got that guy. You don't have that deck anymore. So Jay Gearhart coming in, nine and two.
1: Congrats to Jake on uh, on winning this first band ADP tournament. Um, uh, Yeah, I it's uh, I'm looking at the metagame right now and you're right. There's not really a ton that's different, but I think that will change when the Limitless event drops because I don't think that there was a lot of time between when the announcement happened and this Pokemon event.
0: Oh, yes, Exactly. And that's
1: not to say, I think Picaramus will be played, Luke Metal will be played, and Eternus will be played en masse, right? Like, there'll just be a lot of people playing those. I think you may Mm -hmm. start to see many fewer people playing Blicephalon. The reason being is it has a horrible matchup against a lot of one prize decks out there. And you can actually see the win percentage of of Baby Blowns in that tournament was 35%. That's pretty bad. That's pretty bad. (laughs) <laughs> so, like, you know, you might start seeing people be like, okay, well, if I'm going to play a single prizer, I might as well play something and not care about being as fast or as hard hitting because I don't have to deal with ADP. And that's where things like Mad Party had a good success rate. And another deck that you did not see on here is only one of them. And they went 0 and 2, which just, I, you know, that could mean nothing. But I played this deck, Donfan Spiritum. That deck is legit especially in a non ADP world, that is a good deck. I I know I played it on stream recently and I won like five out of six matches just straight off the get go. I built a deck, did not change one card in the deck that I just built from like, oh, this looks good. So I haven't even experimented all that much. And I know it's just the latter, but five out of six wins just straight out the gate. There is something to Don Fan Spiritomb in a world without ADP.
0: Well, yeah, because, I mean, naturally, you know, with ADP being gone, Picaram and Eternatus somewhat excel more, right? Because they're not afraid to be more aggressive with those Dedenes, those Crobats, you know, all those multi prizes that really get punished in a matchup against ADP. And so, like, then you hit for weakness and boom, it's easy peasy, lemon squeezy, you get more mad partiers, right? Yeah, Yeah, Exactly. it's an interesting uh, world, but I like um, Inteleon Frostmoth, to be honest.
1: I mean, but with all the Pikarom out there,
0: you got that lightning weakness. I, I don't. I know. I know about the lightning weakness, Sean. Trust me, <laughs> I know about that. But uh, just go fast. Just gotta go fast.
1: I'm looking at the. Just uh, go
0: fast, Sean.
1: I'm looking at the... Uh, there was an Intelli on Frostmont. They did well in the tournament. It went 6-1-1. One, and one. Um, And they did dodge all peak Rounds. They did not hit one Lightning
0: Completely deck. dodge. Com- completely. So, like, you know, hey. The only wow. deck that they lost to was Jake, Gerhardt, and the Zashi and Luke medal, which ended up winning the whole thing. So not a bad way to go out, I'll say. Yeah,
1: and I think that's like, you know, I, I could see them losing to that because... You know, if you can somehow knock out the Frostmoth in some situation, and also control energy to some degree with that Luke metal, um, then Intellion Frostmoth can't really do anything to you, right? It's it can hit you for ninety and put an energy back sixty and put an energy back in your hand, but once you have full metal wall so and
0: sixty turns into like zero, yeah, and just the energy is going back.
1: <laughs> right, it's just like you're doing all of nothing to me right now. So, and then the bench damage of sixty as well. That means nothing if everything on your bench has metal goggles. And then if they have Zamazenta on top of that, it's just, it gets nasty real fast.
0: Yeah, it's a very downward spiral. But hopefully we'll see more events of these. Hopefully maybe we'll, not necessarily like more people will start banning to where there's no ADP going to be played at all. Although I would find that as our ideal scenario that would... (laughs) Leave a lot of people out, I think, as uh, Maddie put it in chill. So um, hopefully at least there will be a couple more people that opt to do that. Again, I think you said that Limitless is doing that when they bring Standard back in the 16th, I think.
1: Yeah, January 16th is the first Standard tournament they'll be running where ADP is banned.
0: Mm -hmm. So it'll be be really interesting, Sean. I'm excited to talk about that and expand it
1: yeah i mean i i might i might break out my uh crabby wheezing deck because oh <laughs> uh now the only thing that makes that deck potentially not as good is in an adp list format if there's more one prizer decks like then your telescopic sight is just trash and you're
0: like well well mm-hmm. poop i don't like this now <laughs> well everybody's got to play the Den-Aids and crowbats right I mean, yeah, I guess that's some extra adp less format. I need to go fast, burr. I'll just lay down these Pokemon and go fast. That's
1: true. And so, Mad Party. Once you put a damage counter on that Dedenne on the bench, Giovanni's Exile is no longer viable. So, Ah-ha-ha. and that's really easy to do. Yeah. So I, yeah, there there might still be some some uh, opportunity there, but that for me, you know talking about how boring standard is Jake and like how I'm, this excites me a little bit. I want to, I actually think I might play in a couple of these banned ADP events in the end of the month. If I <gasps> can find the yes! time. I know. I know because I'm like, I can play these weirder decks that just always lose to ADP. And they're so weird that I don't think people are going to have any idea how to play against them. Right? Like, I think mm-hmm. bird trio is, you know, aside from the lightning weakness, which ugh, not not great. but but you know if you if you got bird trio, that could that could do some damage. I think crabby and wheezing is good. I even think things like a turbo Bolton could be good in that format because the problem you have with Bolton is you just can't afford to give up three prizes with your main attacker, and so it's just automatically, not an option in in, in a format with ADP. But now you can play Turbo Bolton with the electrode um, that attaches extra energy, and all of a sudden, like, okay, you can maybe play a game where you expect to knock out Pika ROMs and uh, VMAXs with this 2 prizer. And that's a whole different format that I don't think people really spend a lot of time thinking about.
0: I mean, there's no reason... To think about it if there's not too many events. So it's it's one of those things where, like, it'll just have to evolve. It'll have to continue on and on and on. So uh we're excited to help cover it, Sean. Yeah. Anyways, I think that's it. That's I'm Ron Burgundy. Yeah, that's it. Pretty much.
1: That's all we got. I mean... <laughs> There's honestly, it's still like, we're still like, a, you know, it's the holiday weekend. So only so many things happened.
0: Uh, yeah, especially when you talk about like tournaments, because I mean, like since like. Um, I think like the 28th of December had tournaments, which was the last time that we were recording. Um, but yeah, just there's been two tournaments that have completed since the 28th. three. Basically if you count the Hegster that completed that night after we finished recording. So not the meta, the meta is definitely hard to talk about.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And I think to be, to to all the listeners out there, to be honest, um, because the next set has been pushed back. I I say next set. I'm not really counting shining fates. There'll be a few cool cards in shining fates like ditto, um, V and V max, but, Um, and I think Crobat VMAX is in that as well, and maybe
0: Cramorant VMAX. I'm not sure. But yeah, uh, I don't know about Cramorant VMAX, but Crobat VMAX, I'm pretty sure, yes.
1: So there might be some small tweaks that happen with Shining Fates, but really, Battle Styles is the next big change potentially to the meta. And, you know, we got to wait till basically mid March for that. And, you know, that's, I think it's going to be, Jake, uh, you know, a pretty boring few months here for Standard.
0: You know what we will try to do, though? We're going to try to get somebody on next week, a special person that always uh, happens to keep the meta exciting. Oh, a little teaser. A little teaser there. A little teaser. Ha, ha, ha. Anyways, Sean. Jake. You have a great rest of the day.
1: You too, Jake. You have a wonderful day out in the west coast i'm going to assume sunny west coast i don't know you could be in seattle and maybe it's very rainy but <laughs> um, hopefully you're getting some sun uh being on the west coast for uh for this little period of time
0: thank you thank you sean have a great rest of the day everybody else have one too have have a day and hopefully it's a good one bye everybody bye